Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. I have my good friend here, talented actor, Chave Lorenzo. What's going on, buddy? What's going on? How are you been? I'm doing well, man. Welcome back. It's been a short time since you've been on the podcast. I know, I know. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, it, it feels good. It feels good. We had a great conversation the last time. So it's like, it's like uh, why not continue it? Why not uh, you know, keep it going? So Yeah, back. of course. Back. Yeah, that clip you shared on your on your Instagram, you know, just a snippet of our last conversation. Uh, I was even watching it as if I don't even remember what the conversation was about. <laughs> and I was, I was invested. I'm like, oh, tell me more about acting, Shade, right? And because you just sold it and, and you're just so passionate and energetic. And th- that's that's the whole intention of the podcast is I wanted people to see another side of you, uh, you know, another side of, of artists, what we go through, whether it's our day-to-day struggles, our ups and downs mm-hmm. and, you know, just the process essentially, man, because a lot of people uh, have reached out uh, and I'm so grateful in the, in the film industry that have said, this has helped me with my mental health. This has helped me, uh, you know, to pursue my passion or just inspired me, uh, you know, cause I'm in a rut right now with this pandemic and I'm real like the artist's journey. I get a lot of great feedback from that. It's a particular mm-hmm. episode I did. And, you know, people just want to hear your story and how, you know, you're, you're killing it, how, how you intend to make it. Did you make it? Um, so, so I'm so glad, uh, like I said, you get this, uh, another opportunity we can have you back and uh have a conversation yeah i'm uh i'm I'm super excited i'm super humbled and uh i feel a large amount of gratitude to to be able to even do something like this Uh, a lot of people are not afforded the luxury of being able to sit down and you know talk to a friend about the journeys that we've had and what we're looking forward to and and the successes along the way so, you know, it, it takes nothing for me to, to be here and, and to talk about what we love, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. It's, uh, it's nothing. It's, uh, yeah. it's a regular conversation. It's and, a regular uh, conversation. Yeah. And, <laughs> and for those of you that, that don't, haven't heard the last episode, you know, give you guys some context. We, we used to work together, Shavay and I. So we were friends before this podcast and uh, we always expressed our, our uh, passion, our intention, you know, to break out in the film industry. And uh, it's amazing, you know, we, we commend each other on our journeys, just seeing our growth and our progress going, you know, different directions, but very similar too, very uh, on the path. And before the podcast, you know, we, um, just admire the fact that we're on the same mindset in terms of, you know, just branding and marketing and the importance of really getting the message out there um, as creatives. I think it's so important that we see it as not competing against one, one another, but as a team, as a community, um, it's a collaboration at the end of the day. And if there's one thing film has taught me as a director, uh, you can't do it alone. You know, I used to when I was starting out, but you can only, you, you'll hit a ceiling as, I, as my buddy was telling me on the last podcast, uh, you're going to eventually hit a ceiling and you're going to need people to show you the ropes or maybe, you know, <laughs> pick up some spots that, you know, you can only wear so many hats, with, <laughs> right? <laughs> so I, I, I know you're, um, I, I know you agree with me on that and uh, we'll dive into it. But uh, yeah, like I said, man, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, really exciting. Uh, I see you excelling at your craft uh, and acting since that short period of time. You know, you've been posting a lot of content. You know, I'm a big fan of that. Always getting the message out there. Always, you know, showing uh, your talents and seeing pe- uh, showing people what, what you can do. So I want to know uh, a big thing that you posted that caught my eye uh, is that acting role you had with the Ontario Dental Association. Uh, it was a very fun, engaging, uh, comedic, you know, commercial and you suit it perfectly. Uh, that's what I loved about it. Uh, so walk me through it. Like, how did you land the role and how did you prepare for it? So I originally received um, the notification from my agent uh, via email and it was a Zoom audition. 
And nice. um, in, in, every, in every breakdown, it gives you uh, the description of the character, you know, what sort of their intention is, you know, how they are, yeah. right? And um, in this script, it seemed that it was, it was the ODA and they gave like a little brief um, description of how the scene would be. They always kind of have an attachment of, um, of the scene, you know, your lines and, right. and things of that nature. Um, and, and honestly, I didn't, I didn't put too much into it. I just, I just, I just, you know, I memorized the lines, I got the text down. And um, one of the things that I've been trying to really focus on is, is, is prepping for it and then letting go when you get into to the audition room, because of a lot of times you get into such a habit of, of doing it one way and you're so stuck on that, that when you get redirects, you know, it, caught, it catches you off guard. And, and sometimes they may, that may not be, um, you know, the best situation to be it. Right. So, right, of course. um, it was, a I got it maybe two days before. So okay, we get nice. up to the day, we get up yeah. to the day and, um, I'm ready. And, um, I know something figured out was like, if I'm doing a, a commercial and audition for a dental association or anything pertaining to, I should probably have a toothbrush in my hand. Probably get a toothbrush. Yeah, so, yeah. And funny enough, they popped a little message in the little in the little box, and they said, "Make sure you have a toothbrush in your head." So, oh yeah. I was like, "What are the?" So you're like, you prepared, man. That's that's what I like yeah. to hear, right? I was like, "What are the chances?" Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and then I got into the audition room, and you know, di- director just sort of spoke us spoke us through it, and um, and from there we did the first we did the first scene with my on screen uh, girlfriend or wife or or you know my yes. partner, yeah. And um, you know we did it. We had fun. And um, what they do is during these Zoom auditions, if they like what they see, they right. let you wait in the waiting room, and then oh, they okay. discuss, and then they'll bring you they'll bring you back in. Wow. So after we did the first one or two takes, they said, okay, we really like what we see. Um, just uh, wait in the break room. Um, the holding room and then we'll call you right back so then they call right. me back in with a different uh different girlfriend and um just did this the same thing just had fun with it you know took the direction and one of the things that i think made it really stand out is i put the toothbrush in my, in my mouth and i actually physically did the act yeah you know yeah. of speaking with your toothbrush in your mouth because a lot of the times you tend to do that it's human you know it's sort of just a human thing to Norm, do yeah. And one of the, the greatest pieces of advice I got was don't think like an actor, think like a human being, yeah. you know? And that's, that's one of the moments. That's one of the moments I was like, Shay, what would you be doing? You're talking, you know, you, you, would, you would have the toothbrush in your mouth. You'd be yeah, worried yeah, yeah. about having all the toothbrush going all over the place. I kind of like small moments. And um, it was a great, it was a great experience. And uh, they liked it and they laughed and, and we had fun. And then a couple of days later, I booked the job. There you and, go. Uh, the rest yeah. is the rest is history. The rest <laughs> is history. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, you said a lot of good points there, but um, it's so important to like that's what it came across as so authentic uh, with regards to that commercial. Is you said it right there. You had the toothbrush in hand. You put it in your mouth. You were communicating with your on-screen partner, and that's what caught my eye. Right? It was like I was watching it, and I'm like, damn, like this guy's this guy's re- like it's really <laughs> it's a fun it's a well done commercial. Like it's something that I would see on TV. Like you know, in yeah. between in, in between a show. But again, it, you just suited that, uh, that style, like that typical, you know what I mean? Like those fun kind of quirky, uh, situations. And, um, that, that gives credit to the fact that you went into the audition with that mindset, you know, like no one mm-hmm. had to tell you, cause you already thought, you know, how am I going to make this as believable as I can? 
Yeah. Um, yeah, man. And and sometimes it's as it's as simple as that, you know, just to, you know, not to overthink things too much. You just want to think like a human being. As actors, you are literally a mad scientist. You are you are craving yeah. the information of what it means to go behind the human psychology, of why people do the things they do, why they act to the way that they act, why do they react to certain uh, certain things. You know, you know what is the relationship relationship between you know, one person to another, you know, the way that I speak to my mother is, is different than the way I speak to you, the way that I speak to my sure. sister, those relationships, really understanding it and just having fun. That's so important. Sometimes we lose that, yeah. you know, we're so stressed about getting it right, you know, remembering our lines and pressing, doing all these things, the distractions. It's just enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Everything that I have booked is because I just enjoyed it. I yeah. didn't stress over it. Again, we're humans. You have a little bit of that of course. Know, sort of in your mind. Yeah. Um, but just to have fun. And on set that day, we just had fun. You know, we, we it was a great, it was a great uh, cast and crew. And nice. the level of comfort um, really showed and, and, it, and it proved to be on screen. You know, we were yeah. comfortable to, to uh, make mistakes, to fail, to try different things. Um, and, and to just be funny and just to have fun. And, you know, a really great um, outcome came from that. So I'm, I'm super happy, yeah. I'm super proud. Yeah. And uh, you said it right there, uh, you know, too, too many of us, it doesn't matter whether you're an actor, I think most creatives um, or individuals in life, you know, we get stressed about things, especially if we really want it. And they mm -hmm. always say things, I, I, I hate it, but you know, you have to accept it when people say, you'll get it when you, you least expect it or you least kind of you know, stress about it. Right. And it's like, that's, that's what I am. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm the one that's always like focusing all my attention on my energy. Um, but it's so true, man. Like there have been moments or opportunities that I've experienced myself where, you know, if, as long as I had that confidence or that belief, I did the best I could. And I just literally like let it go. Then uh, the rest is history. And then most likely I would, I would get an opportunity for it. Um, and there's something I admire about you. I, I'll, I'll say it. And I really do genuinely mean this. Uh, you always have this like, uh, happy-go-lucky, just positive outlook on everything that you do, right? And that's something that's uh, inspirational. You know, that's something that I learned from as well, because I, I know I get caught up in my own head at times. But with yourself, you know, you kind of have that attitude, like, no, let's do it. Like, what, what, let's kill it, you know? <laughs> what, what, what's stopping us, you know what I mean? Like, like there's no, there's no if, ands, or buts, you know? There is nothing to lose, man. Like, the yeah, only thing yeah. you gain from it is, is, is the lessons. I, I, don't even, I don't even call them losses. They are lessons. Yeah. You know, if things don't work out the way that you want to work out, you take what you, you know, what you got from that experience and you move on. And, and you apply exactly. that moving forward, you know? what we're doing is such a luxury in life. It's like, how can I, you know, how can I complain about this? You know, mm -hmm. I am able to wake up and do what I want to do and what I love to do every single day. Exactly. You know, I, it's, it's going to be really hard for me to find reasons to be mad or upset and, yeah. and you know, not to enjoy it, you know? So that's, that's a healthy how approach. I see it. Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's such a healthy approach. And it's something that you know, uh, definitely I, I should remind myself, uh, as well, like, you know, cause I have my dark moments and my, my times, um, especially now with the circumstances, I should say, uh, you know, creatives, you know, as much as we're introverted, I believe a lot of us are extroverted that they enjoy talking to people, communicating. And that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast is as much as I enjoy it as a networking tool and, and for branding, it's, it's at its core, uh, just to get catch up, catch up with friends, right. Colleagues. 
um, you know, it's an excuse to, to have, have a chat, have a sit down because everyone's so busy with their lives. Right. Um, but just setting aside an hour uh, a day is just, is just an amazing opportunity. And like you said, we're, we're so fortunate and um, not that I'm not grateful or anything, but I do have those moments where I have to remind myself, like there's a lot of people that can't go full force into their, their craft. You know what I mean? Like they have to, you know, work a job maybe on the side, kind of like what we were discussing on the last podcast about, you know, how we're giving ourselves that opportunity to really, you know, see where we can go with this. And, you know, I have friends or I have people that I've worked with where they're working multiple jobs while doing this, you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I should be appreciative. I think what I'm trying to get at is you should always be appreciative of whatever you possess or whatever you, you have or you experienced. Too many of us get caught up like, oh, this project, I didn't do this project yet or I didn't connect with this artist yet. And it's like, your time will come and your path is different. You know, like you got to compare with yesterday. Your, your progress, for example, is very different than mine. The Ontario Dental Health Association, that's, that's a huge milestone for yourself, right? And whatever I experience with regards to like getting accepted to a film festival, like that's a milestone for myself. It's not always going to be the same. You know what I mean? Like you, you can never compare an artist's journey um, as proven with the heroes we look up to. There's not one biography where it's like, oh, they did the same thing. That's crazy. Like, it's just like, <laughs> like what, what happened? They went to the same school and they graduated and they, you know what I mean? It's like, no, everyone has a different story. You know, people start later, people start early, um, you know, people go through traumas, uh, you know, and a big thing that I think you can agree on as well, because I, 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 you know, commended you on being positive. Positivity, what, what I learned recently is, you know, it's not necessarily being happy all the time. It's just the hope or that the, the, the conviction that things will be okay or get better, you know? And I think that's the best way. Cause I always used to think like, Oh, when people say stay positive, it's like, well, how happy can I be? Like, I can't always be happy. Like there's just like life gets in the way. Right. Course, and yeah. um, I think it's just that, that, that uh, the wish in your heart that you just know um, you know what I mean? Like that sense of hope, you just know thing, things, things will work out uh, if you just keep persisting, keep trying. Yeah, it's um, it's one of those things where you know you have to stay insanely focused, <laughs> and you know you have to believe that you're going to get to, you know, that that goal that you want to get to. You know, it's um, I always say everybody's path is different, and even as you were mentioning uh, just sure. now, everybody's path is different to success, right? But the one thing that people forget to do is they forget to enjoy the journey to it. Mm. You know, how do you, you know, how do you look up at the stairs and, you know, you just say, okay, let me get there. But you forget to walk up every single step that leads you to that point, right? Just being able to kind of appreciate it. And again, I have my days where, you know, I may feel self-doubt or I may feel down um and it's a human emotion you know i'm okay to i'm it's okay to feel that it's yeah. okay to feel that um but don't let it affect you moving forward yeah. you know energy is huge you know the energy that you radiate is 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 one of the strongest things you know it's kind of like the minute you walk into a room or even on a zoom you can sense somebody's energy yeah. you know somebody who is not happy and somebody who's frustrated and angry as much as they try and shield that and hide that, you're gonna feel that energy from yeah, that, right? True, and the same thing will apply when you go into an audition room and you know you are, you know, you're just down and you're angry and you're upset. They're going to sense that. And again, this is a business, and they they are huge on low risk management. 
So when they say low risk management, they want to hire the talent that is going to do the job really well, Mm -hmm. be easy to work with, Mm -hmm. right? Because as soon as a camera stops cutting or even while while it's going, you know, they, they need to be able to like you. You know what I mean? They need to be able to like you. It goes down yeah. to a human level, right? Of course. Do I like this person? Can I work with them? Right. So. Yeah. yeah. No. It's it's and you make a good point, right? Like that low risk management kind of aspect. Uh, creativity is so delicate as it is, so fragile. Um, and and you know you've been on sets where it's like, <laughs> you know, God forbid you have someone that's just a pain in the ass to work with. It, it could hinder like a whole production because that energy first of all you can't even get it in the performance or get the person to focus and also it affects you know it's intoxicating it affects other actors it affects the crew and no one really feels like being there right Um, and there's been stories you know even in hollywood of you know actors getting out of control or you know hurting the set and and that's what essentially it does It, it, it just uh it doesn't affect us the audience it affects them their production and uh sometimes you see it right? Um, you know, things just not working out like suicide squads, a big example, like just the fact that that energy, like the, the way it got pulled apart, um, you feel it as like an audience member. Um, you know, how, how it was, like you said, that relayed was, that energy was relayed, um, to us. And I think it's so important what you said too, because that, that's something I wanted to kind of like stay on for a bit is that self-doubt, like you said, you have it. And I'm glad you admitted that because a big thing for me, um, and I've been talking to a lot of artists is, I always have that belief in my heart and I think you have to have that conviction or else why do it? Um, why be crazy enough to do this? Uh, what, you know what I mean? When we have friends or people we know, just like working jobs, steady, you know, buying houses and stuff, but we do it because we believe we have a shot. That's the only mm-hmm. reason why we do it. Like we see ourselves there, we visualize it. But like you said, as human beings, naturally we're going to have our days of self-doubt or we'll have our days where it's like, what am I, like, what am I doing this for? Like, <laughs> do I even love what I'm doing? Right. And you, and, and it's dangerous because you get inside your own head and it limits creativity. Um, do you kind of like, so you, what you're saying is you accept that self-doubt, but you're saying it never gets in the way. Like what I'm trying to get at is there are those that will say like, I believe I'm going to make it no matter what, but are you humble enough or in a way like kind of uh, aware enough to say, I'm going to make it, but I have to do these amount of steps or this amount of work to get there. Absolutely. Um, You know, this is, this is not uh, a a career that is easy. It's, it's very challenging. You hear a lot of no's, Mm -hmm. you know, naturally as human beings, we don't like to hear no, (laughs) especially when it's for things that we want. Of course, of course. Yeah. And that may affect you. Um, but for me, I always think about it. I'm like, and again, this came from, from an interview that I watched from Michael B. Jordan. When it comes to roles, booking roles, being able to let go after auditions yeah. or you know, whatever you may do, the one thing that you need to remind yourself as an actor is there's going to be a lot of things that are out of your control. Only control what you can control. Yeah. You can only control your performance when you get into that room, how you are with, with everybody who's in the room, how respectful you can be, how positive you can be right? Every role that you get is the perfect role for you. It will always be that way. Yeah. And I've had auditions where, you know, I thought I was perfect for the role. And then I watched the finished product project. And I said, this was perfect for him. This was perfect for him. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? It was absolutely perfect for this guy. And I'm so happy that they made that decision. Because again, every role that, you know, was perfect 
perfect for you will be for you. And, you know, I think I, I have a great supporting system, uh, which really helps um, yeah. as well too. Uh, and it wasn't always that way, you know, especially, you know, just to touch on it, my mom, she is so uh, militant. She's very old yeah. school in her fashion. She's yeah, a teacher. Yeah, yeah. She's well-educated. You yeah. know, she's very big on, you know, the, the, the nine to five life and, and, you know, sort 100%. of navigating life that way. And I have yeah. nothing toward, I have no negative animosity towards that life, but I cannot do that. And at first, when I started acting, it was, it was difficult for her to understand and for her to get it. And I said to her one day, I was like, all of this may sound crazy. I know, you know, but I just need you to trust me. Yeah, That's it. Yeah. The minute that you trust me, it is going to lift all of this burden and all of this yeah. pressure off of my shoulders. And that's when I'll be able to fly. And as soon as she said, I trust you, that's when things started rolling and show improve, show improve. As you begin to start to see things, yeah. Yeah. she's, she's now more so in my corner and all my friends, all my family, my girlfriend, you name it, everybody's sort of in my corner because they know how passionate I am about this. And also too, I'm very passionate about what they love and what they do. And I'm always in support of that. Right. Yeah. You know, life is life is precious. And again, we 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 have those moments where we get down. Well, we got to just look at the bigger picture and just understand yeah. that one, we're human beings and we will have those moments. But just to just to remember that, you, you know, just to remember that it is a luxury to, to be here and again, just to do what we what we love. Yeah, man. And I remind myself of that every single day. You know, um, things will come. Things will come. As long as I stay focused and I stay on the path, yeah, things will yeah. come. You know, and you're mature enough. Yeah, and you're mature enough to. That, that's what I was getting at, right? Is like you're mature enough to to admit that, you know, you don't know how life's gonna be. Like it's unpredictable, right? Like life can flip you on. It's kind of like no matter like thinking like no matter what happens i'm going to get there and it's like yeah have that mindset but also be aware like you said is that role that you get rejected right multiple times you realize it's not for you right and you have that healthy attitude because i i think when we set ourselves up for expectations right we have to also remind ourselves you know what if um it, it's a tricky subject you know because people will say like well you can't say what if but for me it's more like you have to always be prepared and you have to always ex like understand how you're going to uh, pivot like, or how you're going to move around it. Right. You don't change your course. It's just kind of like, you know, you get rejected from a Netflix pitch, right? How do you, how do you bounce back from that? Do you, do you wallow in pity? No, you, you bounce back and you keep going and you do something else. Right. But you have to be prepared that you will get those rejections and you might, you may not get to that, maybe that point that you actually visualize, but like you were saying, like Michael B. Jordan, it's, uh comes down to like are you meant for that role are you meant for that experience right are you prepared for that that's the biggest thing for me and i think it's all about man being um uh, too, too many creators too many artists i think they get caught up in like you know saying oh i'm the best or i know what i'm doing or whatever and and there's such a thing as being too overconfident and for me it's more like as results come in that's when you can start having that attitude do you know what i mean like someone at our mm -hmm. levels i i would never dare like say i know like I would believe like, I know what I'm doing, but I would always be open to people's insights, collaborate, like, do you know what I mean? Like creative uh, tips and things like that. Uh, I'm never going to like cut off someone and say, no, just trust me on this. Um, unless I'm really convinced on what I'm doing. 
but I think it's so important to have that, uh, that vulnerable, that humility, you know, and, and to be, to be aware that, like you said, like life is not predictable, especially this path. And we just have to take every day, uh, as being appreciative and, and staying focused. And if we do get in the slumps, you know, just remind yourself, like, you know, you're on, you're on the same path and it's okay to have a bad day. I should say that. Absolutely. Like, I, I, it's something that I got to remind, remind myself, especially, man, like, it's okay. Like, you know, people have bad days. People, the fact that you were putting stuff out there, the fact that we're just, you know, chipping away each day is a huge milestone compared to like someone that says, I want to be an actor and doesn't even try, you know? So yeah. that's something that I think it's so important that we, we, we share and we have, um, I've noticed, I want to get into another topic here. Uh, I've noticed you're beginning to do more collaborations uh, with local actors and submitting them uh, through media contests like the Monologue Slam. I've seen that. Uh, so, so great job on that. Uh, another funny, <laughs> funny kind of clip. Yeah, yeah, another funny clip. I didn't know what the hell was happening. Uh, so, so no, the reason why I say this, guys, is because uh, if you guys see his clip on his page, Chevey Lorenzo on Instagram, uh, was it shot in the same car or did you just different, to- two different cars, two different cars, so, right? Yeah. Yeah. We, we originally we were going to just shoot it like in our self tape studios, but I'm like, let's just get more creative. Let's, let's shoot it in our cars. We can find a funny way to kind of, we had to figure out the angle and stuff. Of course. And I'm of like, course. because we're doing it through zoom. We can, we can find a way to just kind of have one angle, you know, shot towards me and one angle shot towards him. And then we can just cut it up. And you recorded and, it. Yeah. yeah. And we just recorded it. And it was, it was just a fun thing. It was just a fun thing to do. It's, um, you know, I'm at this point now where I like to just kind of, you know, I like to do the comedic stuff. It's really fun. It's really yeah. fun to do. It's very freeing. It's very, very freeing to do that. Of course. Um, of course, by heart, I love you know, dramatic narratives and, and, you know, how it makes me feel, but it always, it always feels good to just watch something that can make you smile, you know, yeah. or, you know, why not, why not provide, you know, entertainment, but beyond that, you know, why not entertain the idea of making people smile and, and, you know, brightening up the day, regardless if it's, if it's something silly or if it's something, you know, yeah, yeah, else. But, yeah, we just, um, we just decided to do it and we added to the scene as well too. Um, nice. That scene was actually from, um, this is the, this is the end, Seth Rogen's, Seth oh, okay. Rogen's film. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So I said, I was like, you know what, let's just, let's spice this up. Let's not stick to the text completely. Let's just kind of have fun with it. Let's go off. Let's go off the page. Let's, let's go left field. If we feel like we're going too far, let's bring yeah, yeah, it back. Yeah. You know, let's just kind of have fun with it. And that's, that's what we did. Yeah, you stay yeah. to the script as much as you can, but I think the best performance is like when you can improvise or ad lib. You know what I mean? Like you could just be yourself and and kind of feel the moment. You make it yeah. organic as as you can. I, that's something that I've learned. Uh, my last project as a director is, you know, I'll, I'll have them interpret the 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 lines the way they feel, um, and then I'll chime in and make my uh, kind of tweaks. But I think it's a big thing for to see an actor because. People forget actors are just as creative as you. Uh, <laughs> they have their own interpretation of the role and they might even surprise you. So I think it's always important that before you as a director kind of jump in and say, hold on, hold on. Like, let me fix this. Let them like, you know, just explore that, that, that scene. And then you can kind of and say, okay, lift your head up a little bit here. Maybe add a bit more aggression on this point, but it's so important. Uh, and it makes your job easier too, because you're kind of like playing off of what they're going for. And your, your, your actor is much, that much more comfortable uh, in the scene, um, which, you know, I'm a big, I'm one of those directors where I believe the, cause in retail, they would teach us, right. We're the frontline staff. 
and mm -hmm. it's so important we have that energy. <laughs> Chevy excelled at this. <laughs> That's why he was always smiling, polishing glasses in the back. <laughs> that sunglass side. Yeah. yeah. But I'm saying is uh, it's so true. Like the actors is the frontline staff. When yeah. you watch a movie, the audience immediately draws to the actor. They don't care what the director, obviously the director, they're subconsciously saying, okay, like the shot, the music, whatever, but that's after they approve of the actors on screen. And if you're on screen, let's say, let's say I'm giving you a hard time, giving you anxiety and like just being an asshole about egotistical, you could be a really good actor, really professional, but I feel it would still come across that energy. You know, it would be a, it would be a, a, a restricted performance and the, the audience just doesn't feel comfortable. You know, mm -hmm. and, and I think I mentioned on the last podcast about you just feel like you're in on the joke when it's a when, when it's successful, like Iron Man, right? You, you just know everybody had a good time. You oh, know, yeah. Everyone, and you see the behind the scenes, right? Like everyone's shooting the shit, you know, <laughs> Star Wars prequel. I love Star Wars, but let's be honest, Star Wars prequel is, a, is a, a bad example for that because you see the behind the scenes and it's very structured. Stand in front of here when I all action, do this, do that. And you can kind of see it um, in their performances. Everything's very monotone, wooden, kind of rigid. Um, it's unfortunate cause I love star Wars, but it's, it's the truth. I gotta be honest about that. Mm -hmm. So just to, just to give you like just two different, uh, comparisons, like contrast. Um, but that's great, man. And one thing when I noticed about this submission for the monologue slam, and it's kind of came to mind, whether it's a director or as an actor, you know, does this piece of content allow you to, to explore like facets of your creativity as opposed to, you know, getting, getting a role in the Ontario health association, like something, a bigger project. Are you, do you have more leeway, like more freedom? I would, you know what? Yes, I would say so. And the, the only reason being is because, you know, when you're doing competitions like the monologue slam, um, it's really you just directing yourself. So there's a level of freedom, creative freedom that is right. allowed within that space to really make the mistakes and, and to really have fun with it. You know, when you're doing something like the ODA, there is a level of, of freedom that you have mm -hmm. um, and it's very collaborative. Right. But, you know, it's, it's, it's more so, you know, we're trying to, to meet in the middle in terms of your vision and what you want and how I am seeing that happen, right? right. So it's a little bit different. It's a little bit more of a tug, tug and pull, um, but it still serves me um, in both ways. I still yeah. find fulfillment in that and I also always remember that as a creative um, and as an artist, I will always have the freedom uh, to create, you know, I will never be restricted to that, especially in this era and in this time, you know, we're able to easily jump on Zoom and, you know, storm out a scene and, and to just to perform it yeah. just for, just for sakes, right? So, you know, you kind of think about all those things, you compartmentalize all those things as well too. And, and you know, again, not even being selfish, because that's also a selfish aspect. You just remember that it's bigger than you. You know, yeah. you are part of this puzzle that everybody's trying to figure out. Yeah. Right. And, you know, helping contribute to to figuring this out. And, um, you know, when the time comes, be creative, have fun and yeah. surprise yourself and surprise others and, and uh, you know, see what yeah. comes from that. For sure. Yeah. Man. I, I asked that, that that question because um like I said, I, I always uh, w found it interesting. Um, and even as a director, right? Like the projects that I've, you know, worked on myself, like my own projects that I've created from the ground up compared to if I was hired for a job or just collaborating with someone else is very different. It's a very different animal. And um, you kind of experiment differently. 
Um, I, I feel like when you're on your own, it's like all you, like your responsibility and kind of like that monologue slam submission. Uh, that's what I mean by exploring facets of your creativity, like things that you might not even think of, right? Because as great an opportunity the Ontario Dental Association is, um, at the same time, they have a, an, an agenda. They have something there, like a criteria they want you to follow. And I think what I'm trying to get at is it's important when you're uh, doing these kind of submissions, these content pieces on the side as an actor to kind of, you know, get the, get the juice flowing, you know, get the creative mind stimulated and, and see uh, what other sides of your acting abilities, you know, you, you possess, right? It, it's, it's having that, um, that range, you know, when they say an actor has range. Um, yeah. So, and that's something that, that you're, yeah. you're kind of like uh, learning yourself, right? Because you're on the last podcast, like, I know you're a funny guy, but I don't remember any seeing, seeing anything really comedic. I know you were trying to do some comedic exactly. dramatic roles. And then exactly. in that short period of time, I already see like, okay, now he's trying to, you know, Will Smith it, as I say, where you could pull off that. I am legend, you know, don't, don't mess around. <laughs> right. <laughs> Cause I, I'm still, I, it's one of my favorites for that. Like you could pull off an, I am legend, but yet be, you know, fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Like it's insane. Exactly. Um, exactly. So I think it's so important to have that as, as range as an actor, because, you know, it creates so many opportunities, right. So many roles, um, and you just have more of an appreciation for the art form, right? Absolutely. And, and this is like the beautiful thing about the journey as well, too. You know, you, you begin to discover a lot of things about yourself. And I didn't even realize I kind of had like this, this, you know, this comedic timing, you know, comedic sense when it, when it came to being on screen, you know, because real life comedy, when the camera's off is so right. much different than when, you know, you're, you're doing a scene. Oh yeah. Even when you're doing stand-up comedy, it's so different. So a different. lot of actors struggle to be funny on screen, on camera. And it's a skill. It's a skill that, uh, uh, you know, many people do have, but also at the same time, a lot of people are dying to have that. Yeah. So why not explore it? You know, why not have fun with it? It's, it's, um, you know, sometimes you want to, you know, take a break from all that dramatic, just, allure just sort of surrounded you know in terms of your energy and and uh, and your performance sometimes you want to still put in that same extreme level of focus but to allow yourself to just have a different type of fun is is really what um is gravitating towards that so you'll see you'll see more and you'll you'll yeah, start to see you'll start to see the, the, you know, very dramatic comedic somewhere in the middle. You'll, you'll see yeah. that continue to happen as, uh, you know, as I develop as a performer and as I am allotted mm -hmm. more ex, uh, experiences and opportunities. Um, and as I just allow myself to get more creative, you'll, you'll continue yeah. to see more and, and same with the rest of the world. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I think it's, like I said, I, say, I think it's important to, uh, to go that direction, um, you know, and, and it only benefits you as an actor, really, um, because you're able to take that to the table. And very, you, you hit it right on about the whole comedy aspect is I'm trying to, you know, my friends or people I know will say, oh, you're pretty funny. You should go and like be a comedian or whatever. And I said, I, I can never be a comedian because I'm funny because I play off your jokes. Like I play off the, the situation. Stand-up stand comedy is such a completely different animal. Like you said, like you have to create scene scenarios. It's storytelling, right? And then you have to have a punchline and you have to execute it the right way. And obviously like with anything that's persistence and craft, but you have to have a passion and you have to have a stomach to be rejected because it's, <laughs> it's just nonstop, you know, right? Um, you know, I don't even think it's as bad as auditioning. 
um mm-hmm. I, I think i think with like because auditioning right you have what two three people at most uh maybe more but you know stand-up comedy you know you have a room filled of people and you don't know who they are you're not even prepared it's kind of like they just expect you to be funny with the audition it's kind of like okay here's his headshot he's an actor he's trying to get this role this is what we're looking for but with stand-up comedy it's like hey uh, just make me laugh. That's all I care about, which is That's so much it. pressure, right? Cause you got to make <laughs> someone laugh, got to crack a smile, but the ones you do it are the ones that, uh, keep at it. You know, I have high, um, respect for them for sure. Um, yeah, I just want to, so you're, you're, you're starting, like you said, you're, you're doing comedy and you're doing drama you're doing somewhere in between. And, uh, you know, I, I've noticed with your content that you've been, uh, putting a lot, a lot of, uh, from, sequence 21 studios there's a new production company that uh, you started so yes. you know because i love marketing as much as i love film i just want to first start off like what was the inspiration behind the name of the, of the company so uh, the inspiration behind the name uh that is a great question so myself and my cousin we're the owners of sequence 21 and yes. as we were figuring out the identity that we wanted to have for the company and the stories that we wanted to tell we were compiling a bunch of different names, you know, things specific to alignment, um, something that feels bigger than you. So something that is universal, that is that is sort of out of this world. Um, and then something that is pertaining to, to film and TV and, and, you know, all the other things moving towards that aspect. And we decided to, to go with sequence 21 because we said everything in life, whether it be you know, real life or if we're going into the aspect of TV, film, documentaries, everything, you name it in terms of the whole filmmaking and media aspect, everything happens in sequence. Everything is sequential, everything, regardless if it's going backwards, forwards, sideways, up, down, everything is a sequence. So we said, this is what we're about. We're here to, we're here to create to just create. And within that, there are going to be things that happen in a sequence. And 21 comes from, um, it's essentially, it comes from two minds that are coming together that think like one. Mm. So because him and I are sort of the head of this beast in, in this creation, yeah, yeah. you know, we we're, we collaborate to create these ideas. And, you know, there is, one of the things that we really made sure that we were going to do is we're going to give people opportunities. A lot of people that are not afforded those luxuries, Mm -hmm. right? So again, going back to us being so fortunate, um, we know so many talented people, um, whether they be writers, whether they be directors, actors, models, you name it. You know, they're so talented, but they're not giving the spotlights to showcase their talent and their Mm -hmm. abilities to the world. So our responsibility is to help and to aid by doing that, right? right? And that is to continue to tell our stories, to have them be a part of it, to collaborate with others. Nice. And um, yeah, that's essentially how Sequence 21 came to, to be. And that is the origins of the name. You know, nice. it's, uh, we, put a, we put a lot of thought into it and, and we both had the aha moment uh-huh, i like this <laughs> you agreed yeah i like this <laughs> That's I, can, yeah. I can agree with this i can agree yeah, with yeah. this let's do it sign seal delivered baby let's go let's go let's go yeah yeah and i and i think that's uh the reason why i, I 
was so excited for you when I saw that is because, uh, you know, it's so important to diversify your skills uh, as an actor and not see yourself just as an actor. You see yourself now as a filmmaker. Um, because again, in this short period of time, since the last podcast, I was talking to the actor, Chevy Lorenzo. <laughs> and now, you know, within a month, uh, now we're talking to the filmmaker, Chevy Lorenzo. And uh, congratulations on uh, your first, I, I would call it, right? Your first kind of short film from Sequence yes. 21. Uh, yeah. It's called uh, Evil Has Two Eyes, right? Yes, that's correct. By Daniel yes, Tika. Yes. Yeah, great. So, yeah. so tell, I, I've been seeing it promoted on, on Instagram and uh, I've I watched a, a bit of it. I have to say like mm -hmm. very powerful, um, the cinematography yeah. and your performance as well. But walk us through it. Like what's, how did this project come, come to be? Uh, what's it all about? So... So Daniel is my cousin and my, and my business partner. Daniel had approached me, may have been last September, October. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny how life works. It's, 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 it's such a beautiful thing. So he approached me and he said, hey, I'm doing a short film. Uh, and at the time the working title was Doppelgangers. And he said, hey, I'm doing the short film. It's called Dopp uh, Doppelgangers. And I would love for you to be a part of it. One of the main characters to the story, I feel as if you would fit perfectly for it based off of, right. the, of you know, based off of the work that I've seen you done and what I know you can do. Right. And I said, sure, absolutely. Let's do it. <laughs> Good old Chave. Yeah, are you kidding me? Opportunity. Are you, yeah. are you kidding me? This is a yeah. this is a no-brainer. This is a no-brainer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he he gave me the script and I read it. And it was very confusing at first. So from there, we had a, a series of, of, of Zoom meetings just to really iron out the story, for me to understand the story, for me to understand the character. This character is so pivotal in the story, it was only going to be done properly um, and, and brought to justice if I understood the story properly. Right. That's the only way that I, was, that, that I was gonna feel comfortable doing it because he is such a powerful character. And you know, we, we went through the text, you know, we, 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 we fine tuned it. We, we, we got it, we got us to a place where I could understand it. And then the preparation, the real preparation came into, you know, creating uh, Damien is, is, my, is my character's name. Right. And, and a lot of his, you know, when I break down characters and, you know, this is sort of touches up a little bit on, on you know, what I spoke about the last podcast, my preparation as, a, as an actor is I want to get into this character's mind. And, and it comes from a place that is not judgmental. It comes from an honest place. Damien is an aggressive, violent <laughs> um, individual, but not every person is, is like that for no reason. You know, yeah. there are reasons to, to why they are the way that they are. You know, even though he's this leader, you know, he, he's figuring out how to be a leader. And I think the loss of his parents, um, the environment that they're in, you know, these are all contributions to, to creating uh, this, 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 uh, this person. Um, so essentially the story is, and my, my cousin is so genius in terms of how his mind works. It is, it's the easiest way to say it. It is essentially, modern societies um classism and how it creates uh, uh tribalism 
and how tribalism is infectious and poisonous to the youth. So as one watches it, it's, it's metaphorical in terms of the fog and, and understanding the underlying issues um, throughout it. So I'll give you a good example. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to modern day uh, tribalism, you know, we all come from different aspects and different cultures in our lives. And there's different values that we've been learning and, you know, ones that really stick and ones that won't change. Yeah. And there, there so happens to always be this friction and this contradiction and this clash from one culture to another, right? And this creates this poisonous um, environment for so many youths that it's, it's not okay to, to be loved by somebody who doesn't look like you, you know, um, to communicate with them, to talk to them, to grow with them, to, to have your own individual experiences and, and come together. You know, that's, that's more so what this story, story is, is really about. And my cousin's contradiction between, you know, him being this young black African-American male who lives in, you know, the suburbs and, you know, having to navigate life in that one aspect and, you know, seeing how these two things come together and what he sort of sees behind, uh, behind the lines. Um, So, you know, when you see uh, somebody getting pulled over, um, who, who's wrongfully pulled over, you know, uh, cops killing so many, so many people um, um, recently, and and it's been happening through the dawn of time. It's just now because of technology, yeah. we're able to capture those. Things. Of course, yeah. you know, there's there's so many of these um, unfortunate things that are that are contributing to infecting um, the younger generations, yeah. and the younger generations being impacted and infected by that. You know, they grow older and they become the adults and the. Um, the gatekeepers of society, you know? So it's just thinking behind, you know, thinking behind the surface, you know, that's, that's, that's what it is. Um, but it was, it was, um, it was definitely very interesting to, to understand, nice. you know, his mind and how he sees the world um, and how he's able to implement that as a, as a filmmaker. And, you know, also allowing me the luxury to playing a larger role in this uh, this project beyond being just the actor, um, right. helping him make decisions. I know this is like his baby. This is, this project was his baby. Yeah, so yeah. I was so fortunate to be allowed to make a lot of the important decisions or to help him nice. do that. Um, and I'm super proud of it. I, I'm super proud of it. I'm super proud of the work of every single person that was involved. Um, you know, it takes a village to do these things yeah, man. and yeah. it took a village to, to create this. You know, yes, I get a lot of the praise because I'm one of the actors and, you know, people say you had a really great performance and this, that, and the third. But I said, trust me, none of this would have been able to happen unless it was for everybody that was behind that yeah. camera. You know, so I'm super proud of everybody. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm super proud of the film and the message that it's, uh, it's, it's to show and to give everybody. And I, you know, I just, I'm so big on everybody just spreading love. Not to get to, you know, not to get to this, but I'm so big with, you know, wanting everybody to just spread love and, and to not hate each other. You know, that's so important for, for our society to just love one, love one another. We're here in this time and in this space. So make the best of it, you yeah. know, just love each other and appreciate each other and, and, and just see how life is such a beautiful thing. So, yeah, yeah. I, I, I appreciate what you're saying, man, because that's, 
it's unfortunate. Like a lot of people don't think that way. And, you know, we were talking about this before the podcast, you know, what does it take to lend a hand or what does it take to reshare or just, you know, promote someone's content or, or someone that you collaborated with or someone that you genuinely uh, are inspired by, right? Like from the beginning, I should mention, you know, Chevet has always been good to me that way. Like back when I came back from California, I was making those short films and you would always like comment or DM me and just con- like say like the progression, I can see the progression, keep at it. And people have no idea, like those little messages help uh, you make you go a long way. It, it gave me such a boost of confidence. A, because I respect you as a person and, and you know, we were friends, but it's like, because we haven't really, we spoken, there was like a bit of a gap. So it's like to mm-hmm. see you reaching out like that and, you know, my, my reacting to my work, that tells me like, Hey, like this isn't going on, you know, um, blind eyes. Like people are, are seeing it. People are seeing it. it. They're consuming it and they're enjoying it. That's, that's what I want. That's what anyone in this business wants is for people to enjoy your work. It's a story at the end of the day. So, um, I just want to say, yeah, that's, that's so important. Um, what you said about that, we should all have that mindset of that collaborate. That, that's why I'm always, when I talk to people, including yourself, I'm always like, you know, my door is always open. Feel free. If you ever need someone, uh, you know, if I, if I ever need someone, I'll think of you kind of thing, because we're all in the same boat. We're on the same journey. And I don't know if we said this at the beginning of the podcast or before, but it's a community. It's a community effort that we have to, we have to be as one and, you know, we shouldn't compete with one another. Yes. It's tempting. We're human beings and I'm guilty of this guys. I'll, I'll look at someone's post. I'll be like, Oh, like they're doing this. I, what am I doing with my life? Like maybe I should be doing something better like with this project. But I remind myself, you know, you got to compare, compare with the day before you got to compare with who you were yesterday. You know, your progress is, is only uh, defined by, yourself it's not defined by Chevet. Chevet is not defining my progress and i'm not defining his you know mm-hmm. my success and and that the mentality also i should mention is abundance i think a lot of us especially millennials is we have this scarcity mindset uh i don't know if it's how we're raised i don't know if it's all these you know looming kind of shitty <laughs> announcements with global warming and you know what i mean like the pandemic yeah. but the, yeah. the house houses are worth like 1.5 million and it's like a one garage house but the reality is, is yeah, a lot of us have a scarcity mindset. And I think it's so important that abundance, someone's success doesn't mean that they're taking away your chances of being successful. They can make it and you can make it too. Absolutely. You know, like th- just because that person became famous doesn't mean you can't become famous too kind of thing. Right. Uh, so it's, 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 I think an, an important uh, and healthy mindset to have. And it's something that, you know, I'm learning and as artists, we should all learn to, to kind of possess. Right. And uh, one of the things that I that I continue to hear, regardless if it is an actor, an artist, a business person, whomever it may be, yeah. they always say they get to the top and it is lonely. They look, they look, and there's nobody around them. Mm. I don't want to be in that situation. Yeah. 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 I want to look around and see everybody <laughs> and be happy and be able to share yeah. these beautiful yeah. moments yeah. at the top. Right. That's it. That's that's what life is Entourage, about. baby. <laughs> yeah, that's what life's about. You don't want to yeah. you don't want to get to the top and then you just kind of looking like, oh, oh, well, uh, I guess I'm here by myself now. And yeah. nah, I got a, I got a personal chef if that counts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not what life's about, man. It's if you can help if you can help others, help others. You yeah. know, it it's it's it, it it's not difficult to do that to help others regardless if you believe in good karma if you don't believe in it at all you know if you are a good person and you generally feel humility towards others you will help 
in some way or another. That's why being able to message you or liking or sharing, it's free of charge. Yes, yes. How much effort does it take me to move my finger from one section of my screen to the other? It takes no effort. Why not do that if I can help in some way or another? You know, we're all here trying trying to do this the same thing. We have this one common goal and it's it's beautiful to just be a part of it and to experience it and to see it. And if we can help each other in some way or another, why not? You know, why not? Yeah, it, it, it's so true. And, and, you know, people will often tell me like sometimes, you, you know, there's always these, these fears like, oh, you shouldn't, uh, these social kind of cues or customs like don't really like tell someone can you repost this like don't be desperate or them and for me it's more like well i'm not messaging just anyone like if i did a podcast with someone right i say hey i'm like you know if you if you like if you enjoyed the podcast it mean a lot if you reshare it kind of thing right and what it is is that sometimes you know obviously you can't expect it but the way i look at it is a lot of people will kind of understand like where you're coming from the, the people that, that, that like what you were saying, like kind of like you and I clicked, it's like, I didn't really like tell you, like, can you repost the kind of thing? But it's, it's, it's just like, um, even if I did, even if I was like, Hey man, uh, do you mind? Like if you, if you can reshare it, like, I remember when I first was posting content, what I'm trying to get at is my friends would be like, yo, why didn't you tag me? Like, why didn't you repost it? Why didn't you tell me to repost it? Like my closest friends. And I'd be like, Oh, I just didn't want to like, who, I don't want to sound pretentious. Like, yeah, reshare my yeah. stuff. Yeah. But they're like, <laughs> right, right, exactly. But what, what their argument was is like, but you were, you, we, we told you how much we loved it and we told you to like keep us updated on it. And we, like, we had a great time. Don't never like feel free to like, you know, tell us like we're your friends. And it's like, we don't, that's what I'm saying is like, everyone takes life so serious that way where you can't do this, you can't do that. And it's like, what's so wrong about, you know, Chevet telling me, hey, buddy, like I got this film. Uh, I'd mean a lot if you could just promote it on your page. Or like, you know, could you just like give me give a shout out, whatever, like, I would do that. I'm a, I'm a filmmaker. And I would be like, Hey, I watched this film, you know, go check it out. You know, like, yeah, you know, I don't know, like, yeah, and, and someone, yeah. but someone, but someone, what I'm trying to say, will tell you probably, or someone listening to this would be like, Oh, I could never do that. Or like, you know, that's so like, bodacious, but it's like, but if your friends or if your colleagues are, are, are in the business, right? Like you, you were, you're not, I'm not talking about like you're, you're messaging Gary V to do this. <laughs> you're messaging like a, a friend that you've, you've, you've worked with. What is so yeah. wrong? Like, that's just my attitude. Like it's business at the end of the day. It's, it's, it's networking. That's how you get ahead is having the courage to go in for the ask and say, Hey, do you, mm-hmm. do you would you like to share this, uh, this experience, you know? So. Yeah. I find I, you know, ego is the biggest killer. That's what it is. I think egos get in the way of their distraction. And again, I get it. I get why people, you know, get their egos because their successes and blah, 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 blah. But as long as you're staying um, humble, you will not, you will never allow your ego to get into the way of your decisions. I will never allow my ego to stop myself from posting. If you, if you do a a film or, or whatever, whatever the capacity is, to just repost it. First of all, yeah. am I not in love with filmmaking and <laughs> and yeah. films and TV and 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 everything that is creative? Just just going down back to the surface level. Why would I not enjoy that? Period. So yeah. to share it so that other people can feel the experience that I've felt. You know why not? So that's that's really what it is. A lot of the times, it's just the ego that um, that gets in the way, and it's a distraction. Um, and just remember, just remember that, just remember who was there for you when things were going well, 
remember who's been along the journey, who's been supportive of you. And, and if you can help again in any way, just help, just yeah. help. You know, you don't, you, you don't have to kill yourself to help. You know, nobody's, nobody's telling you to kill yourself. Some people will do that naturally because that's how they are and that's who they are. Yeah. But it takes nothing to just help and to support. And, yeah. and, you know, again, as you said, this is a business. So, you know, being able to, you know, be showcased to, um, to have that identity, to be shown, it is so important, right? It's, it takes nothing, man. And uh, I think um, if people got rid of that, that mindset of that, you know, the competition and the ego and all that stuff, it would be a lot, uh, it would be a lot better. A lot better. And like, and like, and like I said, I mean, just the fear of, you know, the biggest thing is just going in for the ask or like, you know, just, just reaching out and saying, Hey man, it'd mean a lot if you, you could do this for me or, you know, um, again, it's don't do it to just random people, but, mm-hmm. and there are, let's be honest, there are some people that will, if they have a clothing business, I've heard people, they DM, Hey, do you want to wear this and repost it mean a lot? Um, so I guess there's no right or wrong answer. I think it's just having the courage at the end of the day. And like you said, good intentions, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not getting an, an ego stroke out of it where it's like, oh, like, yeah, you reshare that podcast. It's more like, I really enjoyed this conversation and I want people to hear it. And yeah. I think that's what a lot of people, um, are starting to understand. But when I was first kind of like starting, it's like, yeah, I want my co- podcast to be, you know, known and, and people to wa- hear it and whatever, but people forget I'm talking to someone. I'm not by myself. And I want them to also hear what they're saying and they, I can repost it. Right. But only my audience is going to see it. Like if you were stubborn about it and say, Oh, I don't want to repost this podcast. People will never know what you had to say. Only my audience will know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's a disservice to yourself, right? But luckily you're not that way. And this is what I'm trying to explain guys is how ego can get in the way uh, is uh, see how, you know, how it could benefit you, right? Look at it from another angle. So yeah, man, I, I think it's so important and I'm glad we're on the same wavelength with that. Um, you know, it, it's uh, it's crazy times, man. And not to get like, you know, too philosophical, but the ego is all bullshit at the end of the day, man. We, we create <clears throat> human beings like, because we have a mind of our own consciousness, we create a value of, yeah. of everything, right? Like paper bills are but money that we can purchase items and we possess things. In reality, it's just paper, right? But we create these things in our head. Um, obviously we live in a reality. We can't just completely abandon money, for instance. <laughs> but, but my point is, mm. is that when you start to understand that everything around us is created by our own consciousness, like, year history and, and human beings and really it's just a figment of our imagination you realize that the ego is part of that too you know um we're all equal whether you want to hear this or not you know yeah. we're we're, un, we're we're unequal in the sense that we have different yes skill sets different talents that we help each other uplift but when you really boil it down you bleed and i bleed that's it absolutely yeah and we're all Listen, going to the same place <laughs> we all we all came from the earth and at the end of yeah. this we all go back down to the exactly earth, regardless exactly. of how much money you have or not <laughs> it's true and that's why i was telling my yeah. friend right is you know because gary v i remember this lady like my buddy sent a clip and this lady goes to gary v like tell me something tell me something inspirational in three words and he's like you're gonna die <laughs> and no one was <laughs> expecting that response and what he was explaining is that you know you're, we're all going to the same place. So why not change up the journey? You know, why not yeah. do something different along the way? Because whether you become a CA, whether you become a CEO, whether you become an artist on the street, a visual artist, whatever you want to do, 
they're all like Amazon CEO is going to end up in the same place as the person who's trying to make it as a, you know, graffiti artist. God doesn't have reservations for all, all those things as far as we know, but I'm pretty sure yeah. uh, he sees us all equally. <laughs> Listen, man, at the end of the day, being alive, being healthy, there's so many things to be appreciative of, you know, yeah, all of this stuff is, and I've, I've had a great conversation with, with uh, a few of my really close friends. And, you know, we're like, all of this stuff that we're doing, this is all extra. Yeah. Yes, you can be passionate about whatever it may be that you want to do in life, but all of this stuff is extra. You know, you being alive, for you to be able to breathe air, for you to be able to walk, to see, to hear, you know, be appreciative of those things. You know, yeah. this extra stuff that you want that may give you money or this, that, and the third, that's all extra. You want it because it's nice, it's flashy, it's feels shiny, good, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you don't need it at the end of the day, right? So it's just like, just feel gratitude and, and appreciation uh, for everything and just spread love. And like you said I at the beginning me. of the conversation, man, as soon as, as once you have that acceptance, like you said, you, you were talking to your mom and you said, just trust me because I had that same conversation. You took the words from my mouth where I got to a point where I was so fed up. And I said, honestly, guys, you guys just have to trust me at this point because I need to give myself a year. That's how I talked to him. I said, mm-hmm. I got to give myself a year, maybe even two. And I just have to not deal with the judgment. I got to work. I got to do this. I got to do that. Just give me that runway and let me see where I go. And it happened to be in the pandemic. <laughs> just my luck. <laughs> I'm making a powerful Oscar speech next month. Uh, pandemic announced worldwide. I swear to God, it was the funniest thing. Uh, but hey tells about uh, makes for a better story and you know yeah. I, I never i never looked back kind of thing obviously i'm human i have my doubts but you just to see the progression and see how far you can go once you commit to an idea um it, it all stems from that just having that trust that belief in yourself um and then that when that happens things naturally fall into place so that's yeah. something that definitely uh i will be keeping in mind going forward <laughs> and uh i know you you will be keeping in mind and everybody listening uh definitely keep it in mind. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. So uh, I want to thank you again, uh, Shavay Lorenzo for coming on the podcast. It's been a pleasure, like always uh, getting to know more about your journey and also the exciting stuff that you're doing. Uh, I wish you best of luck with Sequence 21 Studios. Uh, thank you, you know, thank you. I, I see a, a great partnership in the future. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm saying uh, it, it's uh, always exciting uh, to, to see just how much you develop and, and how much you advance as, as, as an artist, right? Because it's commendable. You, you don't see, you don't peg yourself as, oh, I'm just an actor. It's no, let me learn all, all sides of this business because that's how I'm going to become the best artist I can be. Right. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. It's, 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 um, if you don't, if you don't want to be one dimensional, you don't, you don't need to be find other things that you enjoy. This is all a creative space. So why not? Why not? Try other things, you know. That's why it, it's so funny. Quickly, I'll say yeah. this, you know, I always had this this plan in my mind that I would get into directing at mm. forty, and okay. um, I pinpointed forty because I said, you know what, by forty years old, I would have had enough life experience. I would have been seasoned. Yeah. Um, I would have had enough film experience. I would have met enough people, yeah. and and I would have a good foundation. And then one day I just thought, well, I don't, I don't have to wait. I'm, I'm, I'm putting the, the perfect image in my mind of, of kind of like the end goal. I'm like, I can just start now. 
and I can grow and I can make mistakes and I can develop yeah. and yeah. I can grow my acting and, and Chevet and I can also grow this production company with my cousin. And, you know, yeah. there will be trials and tribulations. But at the end of the day, we're all figuring this thing out. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm in it for, for the knowledge. And I'm so thankful of my cousin, Daniel. You're the man. Yes. You've, you've, uh, you've been uh, uh, instrumental uh, to my development as now, you know, shifting to a filmmaker and understanding, you know, the love is there. The work is there. Um, the foundation is there. And, and we've now married the two. And um, just to see how far we can go with this creative, uh, creative aspect. In yeah, the journey, you know? yeah, very exciting. Very exciting. It's always it's always good to see life as an opportunity. And uh, that, that positive mindset will take you very far, for sure. Buddy. Absolutely. I want to thank you again uh, for coming on the podcast. It's always been a pleasure. Looking forward to having you back, sharing your journey, sharing what's next, what's new. Uh, thank yeah. you again for everybody listening. I really hope this inspired this conversation, made you feel better about yourself and made you optimistic about what's to come, especially if you're an artist in a situation that you, know, you, you feel you can't get out of. Just know that when you have that conviction, when you have that belief in yourself, there's always a way out. Okay. So thank you again and we'll talk soon. You will.